I had been a pretty resilient person. And then life brought a succession of events that really left me feeling like I no longer could control how I felt and how I reacted to things. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how that happened. So I was pregnant with my first child. And um, of course, as a first time parent, I thought that I could control things and I could um, make sure that if I had everything in place, that things would go perfectly for the birth. And, um, and then the day came that my son was born. And instead of having my natural home birth, whatever, um, I ended up having a emergency C-section. And uh, it was my first glimpse into parenthood <laughs> and not being able to, to control things. And it didn't matter how much I had planned or what I had put in place. Um, different things happened. And it was sad. And I was sad. And I think that's one of those things where it's really hard because so many people are like, well, healthy baby, healthy mom, like you should be totally fine with that. But I was heartbroken because I wanted a different experience. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, this was just the beginning of the trauma that I experienced and uh, actually a pretty small part of it um, because five days later after that, um, I found out that my son had an interventricular hemorrhage, which means it was a brain hemorrhage. It was a stage three brain hemorrhage, which is about as bad as you can get. And, um, and we spent six weeks in the NICU waiting for it to resolve and not really knowing again what was going to happen. And again, it was this place of not being able to be in control. There wasn't anything that I could do to make him better or speed up the healing process. And that was really hard. And it was also really hard as a new parent to, to know what my role was in, in the hospital and understand, you know, what I could do. And so it was very much a feeling of helplessness. Um, but we got to the day that we could go home and we were so excited and, we had a little, you know, celebration at the hospital that we were going home with our, you know, six, six week old and, and we get home and I walk into our kitchen and there's a man standing in our kitchen with my computer under his arm and a bag of our stuff. And we were being robbed. And it was at that point where I think I finally kind of broke. I think my, my reservoir of, resilience and emotional strength um, <laughs> was completely depleted. And it was really, really hard. Um, I ended up after this uh, being diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety. And I found myself feeling in high alert constantly. And I had this anxiety that I couldn't control. Again, this idea of like, oh, if I do A plus B, then I will be able to, to function normally and feel normal and not have this anxiety that didn't exist. And it really created a space of, of real learning on my part because I knew people who had anxiety, but I didn't really understand it. I didn't really understand that 
their body would respond in a way where they were flooded with these emotions and they couldn't calm themselves down. And that's where I was. And luckily I, um, it was funny. I went to this therapist and, um, I, I told my story in chronological order. And, you know, after the C-section, he was like, Oh, that was really hard. And I was like, yeah, but that's not what I'm here to really talk about. And then I tell him about the brain hemorrhage and he was like, Oh my goodness. Like that's awful. And I was like, yeah, but that's not really what I'm here to talk about. And then I got to the break in and he was like, Oh my gosh. And I, he's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to help you. But he said, uh, my wife, deals in trauma and she does EMDR and she is the woman that I think is going to be your, your best help. And, um, it indeed was. So, um, EMDR is a, is a specific type of therapy that they use with people who have PTSD and, and are dealing with traumatic events. And for some people it works really well. Some people, maybe not so much for me, it was instrumental in my healing process. And I learned first of all, so much about myself. I I, I learned that um, actually um, talking about traumatic events in my past that, you know, when retelling them that maybe I shouldn't be flooded with the same emotions. And I always thought that was like part of the storytelling is that I still felt the emotions. And my therapist is like, that's not super healthy to re-traumatize yourself all the time. Um, And um, through EMDR, I learned that you could process the trauma and talk about the trauma without being emotionally triggered. And so the fact that I can tell this story kind of with some humor or matter of factness really speaks to the therapy. And it's hard. It was such hard work. It was some exhausting, the most exhausting therapy sessions I've ever done because uh, it is emotional um, and it does require real work to, to process it. But in doing the, the EMDR for these, these traumas that happened, you know, all within six weeks, what happened is it started touching on, you know, past trauma from my childhood that I hadn't really taken care of and worked through. And so I was very, very lucky to have a time and space in my life where I could do the work and I could really um, heal you know, and, and heal that child and, and find compassion for, for my child and for myself, you know, for, for my inner child and myself, because I think so often, you know, I judged my, my behaviors now in such a harsh light because somehow I should have been better. And I think understanding why I, or where those, some of those behaviors came from were super, super important. So I spent a lot of time in therapy and and I came out the other side with, you know, the understanding that one control of our life is really an illusion, but experience can really build so much empathy 